Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 9. Today, we are heading back into the courtroom once again for another case of Theme Park Court. Uh, oh, well, I have kind of never done that before. I'm going to do that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that soundboard. You need to get that soundboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also need to pay just to get anything to improve the podcast in any way. <laughs> but uh, this week, we are getting into a bit of a frozen situation as we traverse this maelstrom of a case. Do you see what I did there? Did you guess it already? I hope you are you Raven? Can you see into the future? Whoa, yep, that's me. Um, so that's... Stop listening. I'm sorry. I hate myself too. I'm so sorry. I subject subject you to this every week. (laughs) But back to the script. That's right. We are debating Maelstrom versus Frozen Ever After at Epcot. Um, They were both at Epcot. I'm going to go ahead and say this for anybody who's confused. They're both at Epcot. Maelstrom was the attraction that Frozen Ever After overtook in the Norman Pavilion. So they share the same ride vehicles, mostly the same ride track, but we'll get there. Um, But, you know, we'll get all of that in the debate. But if you were confused, that is why. But before we head into the storm of a debate, let's meet our lawyers. Joining me today is one of my good friends and one of the best theme park lawyers I know, Chad. Welcome, Chad. Thank you. It's great to be here today. So happy you had me back. I am happy that we had you back as well. It's been a while. It's your first time on season three. Super exciting. And so, you know, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. And then also joining me, another lawyer who I love very much and live with. He's in the other room. It's Marcelo. It's your first time on season three. Welcome, Marcelo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on as I asked you from the other room the other night to come do this with me. <laughs> You're welcome. I couldn't say no. You know. <laughs> because I looked Elsa, you in the eyes. That's <laughs> true. Like, Please. But when you told me that Frozen was involved and Elsa was involved, I had to do it. No do, you more. do love Elsa a lot. Especially do Not as much as Rapunzel, but you do love Elsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm so excited to get to this debate. Now, before we get started, I'm going to explain to any listeners who have not been um, in our courtroom with us yet. Um, So in a theme park court case, there are three sections of debate. We'll go back and forth through each section, and then I shall make a verdict as the judge. Now, today's top, uh, the three sections of today's debate are one, the queue slash pre-show, two, the ride itself, and three, the exit slash post-show. So let's get started. Order in the court. I probably shouldn't do that. There's a dog under us. But I did it anyway because I had a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chad, let's start with you and why you think the Q slash pre-show of Maelstrom is better than that of Frozen. Well, better is certainly a word um, that applies to this ride because it... When you think of Epcot, literally, you think of a handful of amazing attractions that they provide and that was the most unintentionally shady thing i've ever heard a handful (laughs) of attractions that they provide a 
very hefty handful of attraction. A very minuscule handful of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I could never be shady, ever. Um, oh, never, <clears throat> never. No, so, so honestly, when I think of the world's pavilion, I one of the things that I could not go without is visiting Norway. I mean, who here wouldn't? But like, so just the charm of the exterior of the building. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, beautiful, like, fishing town vibes with uh, uh, very rustic looking trees. We've got grass growing on top of a cottage. It's, it's so charming. It puts you right at ease as soon as you approach the building exterior. And you are greeted, of course, by uh, the waterfall. So, like, so relaxing. Is so it a stunning waterfall? It is, it is. Uh, with a dabbling pool beneath that uh, catches <clears throat> all of the lovely, uh, delicious Norwegian water, which is supposed to be, of course, the most elite of drinking waters um and you uh you approach the queue no, to which... everybody don't drink the water out of that fountain please no oh no yeah. no please please yeah. no, no no it's too expensive you can never afford it um, yeah yeah you're, you're too poor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's 20 dollars a sip come on um so anyway <clears throat> i digress you enter the queue and are greeted by such an aesthetically pleasing hallway of flags just reminding you you are in Norway slash Epcot they probably came from the flag factory the flag factory Mm -hmm. indeed thank you Simone for uh, bringing this to the masses the appreciation of flags and uh, might I say, it literally is one of my favorite flags. <laughs> um, not even joking. But uh, so, <clears throat> you take a jaunt through the uh, jaunt, a jaunt through the queue, which you know has its twists and turns. <clears throat> but hey, that is a metaphor for life. And you are rewarded with the loading area, which has a stunning mural above you of. Uh, nor Norwegian daily life. You've got sporting activities. You've got seafaring. You've got industrialism. You've got you've got it all. It's right up there for uh, staring at you, uh, like what fifty feet high? Just gorgeous, larger than life. And uh, away you go in your authentic Viking vessel. And. And the magic begins. The magic begins there. Well, thank you. That That is um, a wonderful description of the queue. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to ask, do you have any reason you feel that um, it is superior to Frozen's queue? Well, <laughs> there's, there's not much that I can say about the Frozen queue. Mm-hmm. Other than it's just far too crowded. There's, there's really no reason to just spend your whole day mm. standing in line for, for mm. this for that ride i mean mm-hmm. come on there's so much mm. else to do and 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 well just mm. uh, 
I, I couldn't I I couldn't stand on my feet for that long. I don't know who. Okay, was. very so. good points. Very good points to have been made. Thank you. You you and go now, right uh, to the you go right to the boat from yeah like you just from go, the yeah, you go right the, to it. You don't choice have of to words. Wait, <laughs> choice of words, dear child. Choice of words. I did. Very Thank good. You. Very good. Okay, now we're gonna <laughs> head over to Marcelo. Marcelo, tell us why you feel the the cue of Frozen Ever After is superior to that of Maelstrom. Thank you, Your Honor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens and ghosts, hello. <laughs> I would like to thank Chad for doing half of my speech. I'm not gonna <laughs> go ahead and tell you what's outside of the queue, outside. Mm-hmm. But we all know there's a waterfall, beautiful buildings, people. I will mm-hmm. say, I will say, um, the waterfall in Maelstrom, you could see the boats about to fall over it. Whereas um, Frozen, you do not see them, but that does affect the yes. show scene in a better way yes. later. So, both pros right there. I want to say that. Yes, because that could have been a really huge safety hazard if the people did fly out. <laughs> that could have ended in a lawsuit, and we don't want that here in the court. No, we don't. Mm. That's Maybe exactly sometimes why. depending That's the only way if we I stay open. if we do, <laughs> as long as I win it, this is what I want. But anyway, <laughs> starting off. As I was assigned the queue, you go into the queue and you can pick two places to go. Standard line, standby, that's what you call it, or fast pass. Either way, you're in the same area. Beautiful. I, I, you're in I would Arundel. like to point out, I would like to point out uh, to the court that uh, the Maelstrom also had a fast pass line. Thank you. So there is an option. Great to great. noted. Noted. Continue that is, more that's great. That's Thank great you. to know. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so go on standby. That's where we're going today. You walk in and you immediately notice that you are. Not only is this just a queue, but you are in Arendelle itself. You are literally a villager, a person who lives there, who is about to embark on this amazing journey that we know as what? People in the fridge, in the freezer, frozen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you go through the line and you would see all the little trinkets, a little signs to tell you that you are in Arendelle. And this is just in the queue, ladies and gentlemen. Just in the queue alone. So you need a sign to tell you that you're in the queue, that you're in Arendelle? You need a sign? Order, can I, order. Can, I can mm. get to what I need to say first. Thank you. Thank order. you. Order, okay, continue, continue. I Thank suppose. You. So, you notice that there are lanterns, buildings, you see the night sky of Arendelle. Beautiful, you are in the scenery. You see Oaken in his shack, and you can not, it's interactive, he does speak to you, and you go in his little shack if you are in standby. If you are the only con to that, if you are in fast pass, you you do not go in there. But if you are in standby, you do go in there, you see a little shack with tools, interact with that, you go all around, and you are in Arendelle, like I said before. It's very beautiful. It's not like Maelstrom where you just walk in and then, oh, there, there's a ride. And here is a painting on the wall that shows you what life was in, in Norwegian or Norwegian, there, that place. 
Norway. Yes, in Norway. Norway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. That, um, Thank you. Those, those were all good not, points. Your honor, you your honor, you. your you honor. I, I, I like to be polite, your honor, but I'm not finished. I'm allowing you to continue. You said thank, thank you. you. I misunderstood. No problem. It's okay. Your ear is just. I understand. Your judge. I understand. Thank you. Anyway, so once you leave, once you leave the shack, you are. You just go through and you just. Immerse and you hear the music of Arendelle. You hear the hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, and I don't have to charge. Don't pay me for my singing. It's okay. It's fine. You hear that, but then you see, of course, your little boat, your Viking boat. In this case, now that it's been transformed from Maelstrom to Frozen, it is our Frozen boat. And then you are, and you are on your journey to magic and ice and singing and love and laughter for family and friends to enjoy together for years to come you can't you can't trade that it's memories you guys and that's what the queue reminds me of it's been two years since i've been there and i remember it clear as day mousetrum i don't even remember what the ride was so just tell me that so i just know the name and that there were men in them that's it Anyway, thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, thank you. Those were both uh, very good arguments. I will also say, as judge, I do think it is pertinent, I think I used that word correctly, for me to um, say that I will say Maelstrom did also have ice and mm-hmm. snow and was good memories mm-hmm. for many people as well. Yes. Um, yes, H2O is on this earth, yes. Otherwise, people would not have protested against um, the change, but to be fair, people also protest against when a trash can has moved in that car. So it doesn't very matter. True. Um, very true. But very thank true. you. It was both lovely, lovely and very well uh, thought out um, debates for the first section. Now we're going to move You're on welcome. to section two. Thank you. Section two, which is the ride itself. So the ride experience. So Chad, we're going to begin with you. If you could recount bit, uh, the most important bits of the ride experience and why you feel it is, is superior to Frozen Ever After's ride experience. <clears throat> Upon your authentic Viking vessel, you come upon a, a, a cave filled with mysterious darkness. A voice over that darkness reminds you that you are not the first to pass this way. You ascend. Very authentic, thank you. Ascend into a, a column of light emitting from a Valhalla. A, a Valhalla, exactly. Thank you. It it You're needs welcome. not mentioning, but I will I will uh, permit that. Uh, but the uh, the voice beckons <clears throat> you back in time to when the uh, the Vikings uh, ruled the land and cultivated what is today Norway and the authentic uh, villages and um, explorers of the frozen north uh, greet you <clears throat> and uh, pass you along the uh, the stream to encounter various wildlife 
and foliage that you are sure to find, as well as danger. For you see, in the ancient days of early Norway, the plague of all mankind was the fear of trolls. Mm -hmm. Trolls. Trolls are to be feared, people. We must not forget this. If you cross their path, they are prone to cause mischief. Mm -hmm. Which, unfortunately for our guests, they encounter some of the most fearsome of trolls. One of whom being the three-headed magic troll that guards a deep and seedy bog. They cast a spell upon you which thrusts you excitingly into there's some exciting thrusting so much thrusting down the falls back back over the falls and you escape with the help of your animal friends the puffins the polar bears I'm sure there may have been some seals, but uh, they were submerged, of course. They may have actually been propelling your vessels, so they are our thankless heroes in this scenario. Uh, And you think at last that you are safe, but you encounter yet another troll hidden beneath the marshy field as he pushes you once again down the falls. You embark on perhaps one of the most treacherous passages of the sea a storm above you the crashing thunder the sight of uh, creaking steel and barges of the oil rigs that that threaten to uh, capsize your boat if you come too close you are in a maelstrom that yeah that did happen. Yes, that is, that is that is a storm, a type of storm, and oh, what a fearsome storm it is! But thankfully, your vessel, as enchanted as it is, carries you to safety. And slightly uh, more wet than you were when you arrived, you happen upon the village where you get out and you buy various toys and perfumes Mm -hmm. and you are safe at last Mm -hmm. fantastic Uh, that was a great recount of the attraction now are there any uh, reasons you feel as if it is better than Frozen Ever After well I I will tell you I will tell you that the one thing it delivers most above all is a true sense of adventure that's and fair. peril. It's a fair statement. <clears throat> Without which, there could not possibly be a formula for an exciting ride. Very fair. Very fair. Mm-hmm. And that uh, will close my statement for this portion of the trial. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you so much. That was excellent, excellent, um, excellent arguments. Uh, against your uh, opponent. Now I'll move over to Marcelo. Marcelo, if you could please uh, inform uh, myself, the judge, and the jury, and all of our uh, court listeners about uh, 
you know, uh, re- recount Frozen Ever After a bit um, in its most important parts. And then um, if you could tell us any reason you feel it is superior to Maelstrom. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Your Honor. How to wake myself up there a minute. Um, <clears throat> oh. So, <clears throat> as I left off, the wonderful ride of Frozen Ever After, of course, is, is after our first story, our first memory of Frozen, right after the movie. So, as soon as you leave the queue, like where we left off, you go into this enchanted sect entrance, I want to say, or like an enchanted forest. You basically come across a tree that just has beautiful lights that are twinkling, and you are met with the incomparable, the sweet, the nicest snowman you can meet, Olaf and his friend Sven. And they're going to tell you what's going on, about what's happening, mm. and that you're going to meet Elsa and Anna. And I'm pretty sure it's due to the fact that because she's going to get she's going to get crowned, coronated, coronated is the word. Is yeah, the word? she she is, yes. she is inviting you to the ice palace exactly uh, for the very first time anybody besides Anna and Elsa have seen it. Mm. Exactly. Ice palace. Yeah. Yes. In, yes. Impractical. Yes. Impractical. Okay. Order, order. Anywho, so once we leave them, they tell us what's going on. We are then met by the trolls, and um, head troll is meeting. I forgot his name. My bad. I'm a bad lawyer. I apologize. Oh well, he must not be that crucial to the story. I think his name. We do not know his name. I think his name is Poppy. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, that is from a teaching. different franchise, but oh, uh, wrong. Sorry, my fault. But they are rock, also trolls. Rock leader troll. That's his name. I will concede that they are also trolls, Your Honor. Thank they you. Trolls. Thank you. The trolls. Um. Uh. For now, we will give him to protect his identity the name of Hinger Dinger Durgan. And yep. So we're gonna give him. So we see him, and he is teaching all the little younger trolls their baby trolls of the story of Anna and Elsa and how her heart turned to ice and how the true love brought them back and brought Anna back and brought them together. She loved each other once more. And after you go from that, you go and you meet Anna and Kristoff and they are telling you that they're gonna meet you with Elsa later on that day at the palace. So you go through all of that and it is so beautiful and then once you you do that, you go through to meet Elsa at her ice castle, which is very beautiful, which also, I will, this is also kind of ties into, now I'm actually getting serious and putting the playing aside. Um, this animatronic, all of the animatronics are actually very high tech. I think they were very new from the time of when they actually came out for this ride. Um, mm-hmm. Not only did they have more flow, the animatronic, but also the faces were actually projected onto them. So, um, but with this Anna, what I liked about that, I will keep there. You'll see her, um, and I'll tell you guys in a moment when Scott asked me that last question at the very end of my explanation. Um, basically, you see her and you see Elsa, and you go into her castle and she's singing Let It Go, the amazing, iconic, Grammy Award winning song, Let It Go. By Adele Dazim, yes. By mm-hmm. Adele Dazim, aka government name, Idina Menzel. And Maureen. Yeah, but you know where Maureen's Elphaba. from, Brent. Exactly, <laughs> Elphaba from who? Where? Wicked. 
Mm-hmm. And then whatever she was in that violent musical that nobody knows. The what? I'm sorry, the what? There, it doesn't matter. There was a musical oh. that nobody cared about. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, um, also, you also see, so you see her. And I know when I first saw her for the very first time up close in my face, not all in my face, but like above me, but like I've been closer to her. This is the first time. Anyway, seeing her, I, you are amazed. And she pushes you back with all of her magic and you are literally surrounded by her magic. And you see her reflected on the walls of her singing this iconic song and she is throws you backwards. And as you are thrown backwards away from her ice palace, I like to call this foreshadowing for the next story of Frozen 2, because once you are backed up and thrown back, you do go forward into a enchanted mist. Hmm. Get it? Because Frozen 2, when it's That's a mist. That, that is a good statement. Yes. You, you go into a mist, and I know when I went through this mist backwards, I was scared. And I didn't know what was happening because I never wrote this ride. So, hmm. not only that, there there's an extension at this point that Maelstrom does not have. And once you are thrown back through the mist, you are in complete darkness for a couple of seconds. And then you are thrown back and you see the ice monster that she created and didn't know how to get rid of the first time because of her anger. So you see the ice monster and he has little ice babies and then he actually, you are scared and he tries to attack you, but you flee away. Then once you flee away, you are going to go down through Arendelle once more. And then you are met up from after the ice palace with Kristoff, Anna and Elsa and Sven and Olaf to greet them adieu. I mean, to greet them adieu, to bid them adieu. No. Mm-hmm. I only know Spanish and English. I'm so sorry, folks. But, <laughs> and then that's where that leaves us. And that's where we are left off and before we get off, which is very different Thank compared you. to Maelstrom. Very different. And mm. you had an, another question for me, Judge. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I did. Are there any reasons you feel that Frozen Ever After is superior to, Mael- to Maelstrom? Hmm. Yes. Yes, there is. And it is literally one thing. Actually, multiple things. Not only is it <laughs> memorable <laughs> and the music that is <clears throat> Grammy Award winning, Oscar, and, and one also. Is it a Grammy I mean, or an Oscar? I think they won both, actually. Because the writers of the song won the Grammy, and I think the song got best song and best animation of that year. Anyway, it won the awards. It doesn't matter which one it won, because it won. And anyway, the animatronic of Elsa itself is literally, at the time when it came out, top-notch. I'm pretty sure it's still up there. Um, not only that, because when the ride, when you were up there, she her, the flow of her movements is almost completely lifelike. You might as well just be, might as well have a person up there doing it. Um, it is but of course, pretty fluid. You are correct it, there. It is, it is very fluid. And even though, let's just say, if a ride does happen to have, you know, get stuck or we do stop, um, and Elsa does stop singing, compared to Maelstrom, where Maelstrom would just, everything would stop or just move without any interaction, 
Elsa interacts with you while you are stuck in front of her or you are stopped in front of her. And she waves at you and actually interacts with you. And no animatronics that I know. It's it's all a front. It still does it compared to Maelstrom, which Maelstrom does not do. She literally thinks that everyone is beneath her. Hence the show scene where everyone is literally beneath her. She wants to make a point. point. She wants to make a point to all of you that you will not equal her. I do, I see your point where you do think that, but in this case, I think that she is actually inviting to let Mm. you into her palace, which mentally, in the state that she was in, she wouldn't have done that to anyone else. And I feel really gracious to be part of that home and to be brought in like that. And for her to wave at me and interact with me. She also is a queen, so I understand I am on her land. I do want to respect the land that she does rule. You know, since she is queen, the queen. So do you want to respect her there? But no animatronic does does that. And and to be honest, no animatronic, I think, in Disney World or Disneyland that I'm currently, I I know of, actually does that with that fluidity, actually Mm. interacts with you when you are, when you do stop. um, And also can sing those very high notes and also win Grammys and awards and everything like that and go off Broadway. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's also that too. I mean, fair point. Have you have you seen any other voice from Maelstrom on Broadway? I think not. There very well could be though, and we just don't know it. That I will say that. Is it brought to our knowledge though? That's the question. Is it factual? Is it been fact checked? No. So yeah, it is top notch number one. Okay, thank you again. Thank you so much. Those were very good arguments on both sides. This is going to be a hard one. But we still have our last section, which is the exit slash post-show. I know uh, neither of us really has a post-show, but they both do have very different exit scenes. So, Chad, if you could talk about the exit for Maelstrom and how it kind of wrapped up that whole story. The exit of Maelstrom, to me, was uh, very encapsulating of the idea that you have reached a warm and safe harbor the lamp lights of course uh burning waiting for their uh their seafarers to uh reach safety and home mm-hmm. and you feel that you've reached home and uh once of course you uh peruse the shops and uh houses along the village uh, square i want to say mm-hmm. uh you uh you you see the shelves lined with uh, toys and books and gifts of course which are of course mm-hmm. very um uh comforting and enticing these are mm-hmm. uh these are very uh notably exceptional gifts and souvenirs that you would give to your children which yeah. uh of course you know uh are the future thank you um but then of course we have Virginia, let them lead the way that's correct we mm-hmm. do of course have uh one of the most iconic uh selfie spots in the entire of the park which would be mm-hmm. our giant cuddly troll because mm-hmm. you know some mm-hmm. trolls are uh friendly Mm-hmm. And you know this. Fair. This is fair. very no, very uh, important representation here. I I know it's that I myself have taken. Yes, yes. The nose knows. Uh, the the troll 
uh, moment is definitely uh, one that I have taken advantage of uh, selfie-wise mm-hmm. uh, upon my last visit to the park. I can't say that I've uh, been to experience Frozen Ever After, um, but I, mm-hmm. I I suppose you know that will have there will come a day. Um, but uh, until then, you know I'll be uh, content with the warm memories that I have of Maelstrom. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, I um, uh, I can't say that it uh, deserved uh, to stay indefinitely, but it certainly held its place for a respectable number of years, and it'll be missed. Yeah. Thank you Moving so much. To... That was excellent. Um, and fantastic you. closing remarks. I very, I, those were very good. Um, and now we move over to Marcelo. Could you explain to us why you feel mm. the exit slash post show area of Frozen Ever After is superior to that of Maelstrom? Yes, and I do want to add on to what my colleague uh, Chad did uh, mention that you know it is sad to see Maelstrom go, but we do have to move on to bigger and better things. So back on to what I was tasked to do um, in this case. Um, yes. Am I... Actually, I have a few more words. Um, so when you do leave on, a, on the game and, you know, everyone else from from Arendelle and they tell you, you know, to go home and thank you for hanging out with us. The difference between Maelstrom and also Frozen uh, Ever After Exit is that Maelstrom, you do, like, there is a type there's a disconnect for where you get on and where you get off whereas frozen ever after it goes through a loop and the same section that you get on you actually do exit on and you are actually back in the ambiance that is arendelle you are back in the village and around the scenery around all of your fellow arendellians and the lanterns you're still immersed even when you're leaving so once you emerge, when you leave and get up out of your boat, you walk off, you tip-tap on the concrete, and you go into this hallway. And this hallway has what my friends, everyone, attribute to Maelstrom. The only good thing that I will say with my argument of Maelstrom is the troll. He is still there, and he is now an Arendellian troll. He has moved to Arendelle. And you can still see him and pat his nose, and Mm -hmm. you can still hug him. In this case, I slapped his nose and kept walking. And seems disrespectful, but okay. (laughs) Well, I I I took it as a form of I need good luck from a troll. Like you know how you rub Abraham Lincoln's nose if you're from Illinois for good luck, and it's not a hate crime. No, it's not. Okay. Sounds weird against trolls, but okay. Giant. He's a giant troll. He's a giant troll compared to my small hands, guys. This is like a poke. Damn. You do have very petite hands. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Very ladylike, very moisturized. Anywho. Not about me anymore, about Frozen now. Um, going back to my exit, not only do you see the troll there, you can relieve those memories, and no one can be upset about the troll leaving. Um, you do exit out into a gift shop where you can buy all of your frozen toys and souvenirs that you could ever want and even things of Norway there. I, me and my ex-roommate did take a selfie in the mirror in that gift shop and I was still immersed until I was actually led outside 
Back into Norway, yes. Yes, back into Norway, back into World Showcase. And so, so compared to my dear colleague Chad and uh, his Maelstrom mm-hmm. ride that was previous, once you enter Frozen Ever After, you are completely immersed until you literally get outside. That's a very Norway. good point. That's a very good point. The queue at Maelstrom was yes. not as immersive. It does not The exit end. was, though. It's very magical. Magic. Memories. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Those were all excellent. Excellent. um, Closing statements and Mm -hmm. arguments. Um, It sounds like y'all do have some stuff to say to each other, but we will get there later. Um, Catch me outside. How about that? I said what I said. I said what I said. Order. Order. Thank you. Order me some McDonald's. How about that? Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. I'm done. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's Judge Toler. (laughs) I thought it was Judge Roland, but okay. It is. It is. I was quoting. The fabulous stuff, Mr. Judge Scholler. Okay, I was gonna say it's illegal for a judge to impersonate another judge, so. I I am sorry. (laughs) Are you trying to win this case or not? I'm just stating the facts, sir, by the book that I was taught in law school. So, but continue. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So. Thank you. With these both being very tough arguments, and uh, although we were joking, having fun, you do, you both did make actually very excellent points on both sides. Thank um, you. It is a very tough call Thank for you. me as a judge. I will say I do agree with Chad that um, Maelstrom definitely had that um, exciting factor you want from a ride. It really immersed you in the history of the actual... Um, the actual country of Norway and really taught you a lot throughout the experience of mm-hmm. wildlife and art and history and mythology um, and did provide that that overall excitement you really want from a ride, especially in Epcot, which is more of an educational park. It definitely did give you that exciting bit and it did make the um, drop on the attraction um, feel a bit more intense than Frozen does. Um uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. Marcelo also made very excellent points of mm-hmm. Frozen with it having, uh, with you being fully immersed throughout the entire attraction, including or Q included. Um, but also, the animatronics are very fluid and very um, impressive for uh, for uh, the the times right now. Yes. Um, and that, that B-mode of Elsa where she does wave and interact with any guests, which does happen often on Frozen. Frozen does get broken down quite a bit on the Maelstrom. I don't I will remember. say that. But, Last time that happened, but okay. Um, <coughs> a lot. Um, yeah, but okay. it, it, it is impressive. Uh, okay. I will say the trolls within Maelstrom, like Chad said, definitely gave you more of that fear and excitement that you want in a ride. Um, and plus, they were really fun because there were different kinds of trolls. They came out of the water, they came out of the woodwork, they came out of the mountains. Plus, the the experience of almost being pushed over the falls outside was also a very beloved thing of the attraction. 
Um, but also with Frozen, um, more families can enjoy it. It does still have the great drop. Um, it does have somewhat more of kind of a storyline per se than Maelstrom. I would say mm-hmm. Maelstrom does have a storyline, mm-hmm. but it's more of an overarching kind of exploring Norway theme where Frozen kind of has a story to follow along with in a way. Yes. I um, agree. So ultimately, putting all personal biases aside, <clears throat> I'm sure. Yeah. I am going to say that overall, as an experience and an attraction, our winner today in the theme park court case is Frozen Ever After. um that i'm gonna get the gavel and finish out this court case with that but before we go i do want to say i personally i personally very much do prefer maelstrom i like the excitement i love the trolls i like that there was a little bit more scariness and thrill within the attraction than frozen has um i will say i also feel like frozen Although it does have, although it is a good attraction, I would say I do feel like it was somewhat sloppily put together in places where Maelstrom feels more intentional, right? Um, mm. Just overall, uh, but you know, with that 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 the argument of it overall being a very immersive experience with Frozen um, really got me to to <laughs> win this. Uh, although, mm. again, I'll say it again, I prefer Maelstrom. I think it was a more fun version of the attraction i like kind of the scares you get with the polar bears and the trolls i like the history aspect of it and also i like the the way the drop ends better like the oh i like the way the drop is perceived better because you have a waterfall behind you a waterfall in front of you you don't know which one you're going to go over mm-hmm. and then also there's extra waterfalls to give you that splash in maelstrom um I don't think as I did, I didn't really enjoy the oil rig ending, although it was thrilling because it had extra waves and splashes and lightning. Yeah. I do feel like Frozen's ending um, kind of wraps up the experience overall. Although it's abrupt and, it, and a little confusing, it wraps it up yeah. uh, in a more memorable way, I would say. And it leaves you feeling good inside. It does, it does. I feel, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel Maelstrom left you with a sense of adventure and Frozen leaves you with a sense of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I'm somebody who personally enjoys the sense of adventure more, but I I, I didn't think Frozen deserves to win this. But with that all being said, uh, it's time for plugs at the end of this court. So, Chad, do you have anything you'd like to plug? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under uh, at GrinningHost999, and I love mutuals. So uh, let's. Kiki. Fantastic. Hey. Yes. Thank you. And then, Marcella, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Um, so, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Glam Prince Makeup. I was going to say .com, but it's not .com. I don't know why I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just naturally float, I guess. Um, but, and also, you can follow me. Um, I'm not really active on Twitter as much, but I'll give out my TikTok. You can follow me there. I do have some good content every now and then. It's just Glam Prince by itself. And um, you can follow me on YouTube um, at Glam Prince as well. Thank you so much. And then as for me, you guys can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. 
That's where I do all my ranting about Disney Universal and all other theme parks. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. Um, you can also follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. That's probably where I'm the most active content-wise besides the podcast. And then you can listen to the podcast every week. So that's going to do it for us for this theme park court episode of season three. If you like this episode, then you can check out all of season one through three of Dyslexic and season one and two of my theme park design competition, Ultimate Imagineer, on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you really, really like this episode, then share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I would really love for this show to grow in season three. I think we're providing something different and it's a a place for all theme park fan voices to be heard, or at least that is the intention. Um, So, you know, I think that's important to share that as well. but with that all being said, thank you all once again for joining us. It, uh, please make sure you're still wearing your mask, still social distancing. I know the vaccine's getting out there, but not everybody's able yes. to get it yet. So please mm-hmm. make sure you are continuing to wear your mask. You are continuing to social distance. Um, and please be kind to uh, workers who um, are dealing with this. Uh, I know it can be hard. I know it can be difficult. But please be kind to people who are still having to enforce these rules, even when... Uh, government mandates and regulations may not be enforcing them as well but you mm-hmm. know don't they can't change the policy just you know be respectful for them to them as well but yes please keep wearing your masks stay social distancing and we're pushing through we're getting out of this soon um i hope you all have an amazing week an amazing month an amazing year whatever you have i just hope it's great i can't wait to see you all next week bye everybody bye bye you guys, bye, you guys. <laughs>